I'm back from hibernation. Hey everybody, welcome back to your Demonia. This is your host Sambhavi. I will get to ahead and introduce myself as Radha in a bit. But welcome. It's been a long time since I put up a new episode. This is the first one for this month, I think. Whew, uh, the last 2-3 weeks have been very trying and I wasn't in a mind space to sit down and record. I I like doing this. I like speaking into the mic of my trusty old phone that's definitely selling all my data to Google about subjects that pique my interest and I think that others will also find interesting. But lately I hadn't felt any motivation to do anything that I normally enjoyed and I was afraid that if I pushed myself to do this anyway some of the reverence and sanctity that I feel towards this as a hobby will be lost to me. And so I didn't. Things aren't exactly peachy now, but I know that it'll get better. I hope that it'll get better. When I feel like this, I try reminding myself of a very dear quote of the philosopher Albert Camus. In the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer, and that makes me happy. For it says that no matter how hard the world pushes against me, within me there's something stronger, something better pushing right back. End quote. Uh normally I script everything I want to say with painstaking detail and agonize over which recording of the same segment sounds least horrible but today I wanted to do something different with this episode and hopefully also just learn to just let go everything I say is going to be recorded in one take and lightly edited for better voice clarity and then the intro outro and segue music slapped right in so today I wanted to talk about gender identity and gender dysphoria From a strategy point of view it would have made a, a great deal more sense to have released this episode last Monday why because Sunday was coming out day and I came out as non-binary full disclosure i did not mean for the horn sound to sound right as i said non binary but anyway that was just timely dramatic so anyway to backtrack on october 10th world mental health day i came out to my mother as non binary and she was like what's that and i explained to her what it meant and motivated by my mother's positive reaction i came out to my friends the next day in classic gen z fashion I indicated my preference of pronouns on my Instagram bio, took a screenshot of it and posted it on my close friend circle. I didn't do anything more than that because all social media is performative and most social media apps do not espouse the sort of histrionics that I am wont to express, except maybe Tumblr. Mine is the nerd realm and I am a Tumblr kid through and through. I've been on Tumblr, I've been out on Tumblr forever and no one I know in real life follows me on Tumblr. It's glorious. By recounting all this now by extension I guess I am coming out to all of you. So hi, I am Sambhavi, also known as Radha Vardhrajan. I am queer and I am non-binary. I go by the pronouns she/her and sometimes they/them. Lovely to be talking to all of you and thank you so much for listening to your demonia. I have been growing into my non-binary identity ever since I hit puberty. If school had taught me about the pointers or the key indicators that made people realize that they were non-binary, I would have realized that I was that much sooner. And since gender identity is not something that started school, nor is gender dysphoria. 
and very often people who don't experience intense gender dysphoria don't know much about what that means or what it entails so i wanted to take the time and devote this episode to talk about it and so that at least the small bubble of 20 or so people who listen to this podcast are aware gender identity refers to an individual's personal sense of identity as masculine or feminine a combination of both or neither it can be the same as a person's assigned sex at birth or it can be different from it assigned sex refers to the biological features of a baby with which that baby is gendered as biologically male biologically female or sometimes biologically intersex gender expression is related to gender identity in a way that people want to express how they feel on the inside as a man a woman um a trans person or neither so while a person may express behaviors attitudes and appearances that's similar to particular gender roles that expression might not necessarily reflect what they feel on the inside as in what their gender identity is all societies have a set of gender categories that can serve as a basis of a person's self identity in relation to other members of the society so in most societies there is a basic division between gender attributes assigned to males and females and a gender binary to which most people adhere to and which includes expectations of masculinity and femininity in all aspects of sex and gender and some people do not identify with some or all of these aspects and these people are usually transgender non-binary or gender queer dysphoria simply refers to the feeling resulting from a mismatch between a person's gender identity and their sex assigned at birth that said everyone feels certain levels of gender dysphoria at different points of their lives and this is mainly because since binary gender is what is largely identified by the society most things and tasks are gendered in the binary oftentimes this leads to stereotyping and rigid gender roles but in reality very few people actually fit into these stereotypes because an individual's characteristics cannot be boxed and defined only generally categorized so when people question the assigned gender attributes and gender roles sometimes that leads to dysphoria however gender dysphoria is felt very consistently and intensely by people who identify as non binary transgender and gender queer gender dysphoria was actually previously called gender identity disorder and since trans folks experience this the most the world health organization had rather insensitively in my opinion categorized being transgender as a mental health disorder it was only in may 2019 that the who along with several other international health organizations awakened to the reality of being transgender and then recategorized gid which is gender identity disorder as gender dysphoria intense gender dysphoria is usually accompanied by anxiety depression a tendency to self harm eating disorders etc especially if that individual is not in an environment that is safe for them to express their own gender dysphoria i once watched a video on experiencing gender dysphoria that described having dysphoria as wearing the right shoe in the left foot and the left shoe in the right foot 
when you're sitting down you might forget about it but the but the minute you get up and try walking you're reminded of your wrongly fitted shoes many non binary people experience gender dysphoria and those who menstruate experience it intensely around the time that they get their periods personally i decidedly never felt feminine but i thought that all women had such intense dislike towards the femininity of their form and the unnecessary ordeal of going through periods turns out i was actually quite wrong and this was the kind of huge red flag that would have helped me identify as non binary in my teenage years i hated that i didn't look like the slightly taller version of the person i looked like when i was around 10 or 11 no other bodily changes i still do sometimes some non binary folks feel this a lot more intensely than i personally do and they opt to go through binding or undergo top surgery and some others are able to deal with it with just therapy as for trans folks diagnosis of gender dysphoria is one of the green signs that needs to be given by a mental health professional before undergoing gender reassignment surgery and as you can see since these two experiences are actually quite close people who identify as non binary invariably go through a phase where they question if they are trans one key difference between the two gender identities is that non binaries do not recognize themselves as male or female whereas trans people identify themselves with a sex that is opposite to their biological sex sometimes much like trans people many non binary people also prefer to change their names when they come out in my case i have a story for all of you so my official name is radha vardrajan but everyone at home and all my relatives call me sambavi in the culture that i am born into babies are given three names one of mine is sambavi and another one is radha until i went to preschool no one actually called me radha so before school started my parents sat me down and told me that i'll be called radha at school but still just sambavi at home and that's largely the case even until now most people in my classes and at work do not even know that my name is sambavi and okay quick disclosure uh i mean no disrespect for anyone named radha or some our people who simply like the name radha i myself like it my own grandmother who i love very much is named radha in fact one of my names is radha because of her anyways i had always felt more connected to the name sambavi than radha the name radha is inspired from indian mythology where radha was krishna's lover and she represents in a way femininity the name sambavi is inspired also from indian mythology and it's another name for the goddess parvati the name is derived from shambhu or lord shiva and shambhavi is the female part of shambhu and both shambhavi and shambhu were gender non conforming and what in present day can be called androgynous and to me parvati or shambhavi represents strength and power and actually more nebulously just energy i thought a lot about changing my official name from radha vardarajan to sambhavi vardarajan but i never understood why i associated so much with the name sambhavi and why it meant so much to me but when i came into my own queer identity and started identifying as non binary it just clicked i'm not religious i just look at these as really interesting stories but he who wouldn't want a cool back story for something as personal as one's own name again not trying to make radha sound uncool it's just that sambhavi is very particularly meaningful for me anyway 
Changing my official name is a lengthy legal process and I'm not planning to engage with that now. But what I can do is indicate to people what I'd like to be addressed as. Okay, so to recap, in this episode, we talked about, uh, largely we talked about my own experience and then we talked about gender identity and gender dysphoria. So knowing all this, what can you do personally to be an ally? A couple of things. One, in social media platforms where you're most active, put your preferred pronouns in your bio. It's a very small gesture that costs nothing, but it goes a long way to creating an inclusive environment for people who want to announce that their preferred gender pronouns do not conform to the binary. Second, when you meet someone for the first time, inquire about their pronoun of preference. Do not make assumptions. Again, this is a very small gesture, but it makes anyone who doesn't conform to the gender binary feel very welcome. Third, create awareness in your family and friend circles. Not just about the queer community, but about degendering clothes and chores and occupations and roles. Because there is no set way to be or to behave. And binary is very constricting and might I just say heteronormative. And all of us could benefit from subverting the patriarchal paradigms of everyday lives. And we're all rainbows with so many color spectrums that we can't even see. Fourth, if your friend or loved one comes out to you, research and get to know what they're trying to say. Be open and be sure not to, even by mistake, indicate that you question the legitimacy of their identity. If you don't understand what they're trying to say, that's completely okay. There's tons of easily accessible information on the internet to get you up to speed. And it takes a lot of courage, trust in you to understand and a leap of faith to speak their truths. It takes a lot to come out. And the least that you could do is to be kind and be supportive and try to learn. Okay, so that brings us to the end of this episode. And to my fellow aces and allies, I wish you all an awesome Asexuality Visibility Week ahead. May purple receive love and support. Note, this is not a fanatical wish for the Imperial Roman Empire to come back again. That would be a terrible idea. We have enough problems with our current tyrants' asses. Until the next episode then, abhyanto.